Hare Krishna, today we are so fortunate to have His Grace Ram Gizari Prabhu and Prabhuji will enlighten us on our topic 5.8.30. So please take over the call, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Narayanam Namaskrityam Naram Jaiva Narutamam. Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudiraye Nashtaprayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttamashloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki So we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 8, Text number 30. It's a very... Uh, important and uh, a happy moment as we are regularly reading Srimad Bhagavatam on a daily basis that you are all doing this service for such a long time and the context that we are in where the characteristics, character of Bharat Maharaj is being discussed is a very relevant and important topic in our Srimad Bhagavatam. So let us read the verse, translation and purport, and then we can chant the purport further. Iti evam nigoda nirvedo virsijam regim mataram punar bhagavat kshetram upashama shila munigana dahityam Shalagramam Pulastya Pulahashramam Kalanjarat Pratyajagamam Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Samishla Prabhupada, Shla Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation. Although Bharata Maharaja received the body of a deer, by constant repentance, he became completely detached from all material things. He did not disclose these things to anyone, but he left his mother dear in a place known as Kalanjara mountain where he was born. He again went to the forest of Shalagrama and to the ashram of Pulastya and Pulaha. Purport. It is significant that Maharaj Bharata, by the grace of Vasudeva, remembered his past life. He did not waste a moment. He returned to the Pulaha Ashrama, to the village known as Shalagrama. Association is very meaningful. Therefore, Iskon tries to perfect one who enters the society. The members of this society should always remember that the society is not like a free hotel. All the members should be very careful to execute their spiritual duties so that whoever comes will automatically become a devotee 
and will be able to return back to godhead in this very life although bharata maharaja acquired the body of a deer he again left his hearth and home in this case the mountain kalanjara no one should be captivated by his birthplace and family one should take shelter of the association of devotees and cultivate krishna consciousness om ajnana timirandasya jnananjana shalakayam chakshuran militam yenam tasmay shri gurave namaha namaom vishnu padaya krishna prashtaya bhutale श्रीमते भक्तिवेदात स्वामी नामिने नमस्ते सरस्वतीदेव गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पाश्चत्यादेशिणे जय श्रीकृष्णाचनंदीअदादार श्रीवासदी गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे रामा राम राम हरे हरे वी आर रीचिंग द फैग एंड ऑफ दिस चैप्टर एंड वेरी वेरी इंस्ट्रक्टिव स्टोरी लाइन in shrimad bhagavatam this is so relevant to the sadhakas like us especially the sequence of events we can very easily relate to our circumstances even though in this scenario maharaj bharata went to the level of the stage of bhava and eventually he fell down from that stage but interestingly in our case we have not even crossed anartha nivritti at least i can refer about myself but the fall down or the apparent fall down is either experienced or is at the anvil in our krishna conscious journey one devotee was very nicely you know jokingly telling that prabhu i am so confident that i will never fall down so we were all uh, you know wondering what he was going to say he said i am so confident i will not fall down because i have not risen up i have never grown up i have never evolved only when i grow up i have a fear of fall down even though it might be funny to hear this but there is also a very scary situation so we are going to see four reflections 
from this particular shloka and through this four reflections we will churn and understand and take home some lessons from a storyline perspective jada you know jada bharata became dear sorry bharata maharaj became dear and eventually is going to become jada bharata but bharat maharaj became dear and dear had the blessings of knowing the past life feeling the greatest misfortune the dear left mother and went back to the ashrama to continue the association of the saints there that's the storyline but look at the lessons that we are going to learn and we have embedded in the pages under underneath the lines of shrimad bhagavatam the first one mentioned here is about constant repentance shila prabhupad right in teachings of queen kunti in one of the purports prabhupad mentions that in the process of krishna consciousness a person making mistake is understandable a person falling down is also understandable because he is conditioned and the nature of this material world is not so easy it's a place of slippery in a slippery terrain even an expert person will tend to slip unless he is very very careful so from that perspective prabhupada is mentioning that it is all understandable but what is important to be remembered is we cannot ignore this state of being fall down we need to take some corrective measures and one of the most prominent corrective measures prabhupada says is paschatap repentance if a person does not have any amount of repentance remorsefulness if a person is taking things for granted if a person is trying to overlook the situation then it is very very scary in our bodily situation also diseases before it becomes very acute especially some chronic diseases before it actually becomes chronic it shows some symptoms earlier symptoms these earlier symptoms are sometimes overlooked sometimes ignored sometimes it is taken easily but those who are fully aware about their bodily conditions they will know that these are all not something that to be ignored or taken lightly 
if they are taken lightly the situation become further more chronic to an extent it can never be relapsed i mean it can never be revert back to the original position two three days before we discussed about the fall down in krishna consciousness a small flow chart we discussed wherein we mentioned about in the journey of krishna consciousness we spoke about six stages or six steps of fall down and at different steps we have different symptoms that are visible if a person does not give importance or does not realize does not understand then there is a chance of one losing his krishna conscious journey so our first reflection is on this point of constant repentance first is repentance and proper uses the word constant repentance this constant repentance in our spiritual journey is needed even for a person at the stage of bhava what are we repenting about we are repenting about the mistakes that we have done and how we will prepare ourselves in such a capacity that we will not repeat these mistakes and for that we do a root cause analysis and also know what is the underlying cause of us doing such a mistake and try to remove from the root this process of krishna consciousness is so sublime that this process itself will reveal just by being part of this process will reveal the trail of our fall down what caused us such a debacle what caused us for such a scenario only a person who is interested and vigilant in krishna consciousness will be able to identify them otherwise he may just be lazy away and miss this rare opportunity of fixing his own situation so the first reflection is about in a journey to krishna consciousness we as practitioners should be having this regular sense of repentance 50% of our problems in our spiritual life get solved just by the sense of repentance gopala chapal had a tiff with shrivas thakur shrivas thakur was a very saintly devotee and gopala chapal accused abused shrivas thakur 
And in the process, he developed, Gopala Chapal developed leprosy. He developed acute leprosy in his body that no one could cure his disease. He tried every possible treatment and no one could cure. So he went to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and he pleaded for his mercy. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is considered as Mahavadanya, the most munificent incarnation, said that I can't help you. The person who can help you is only Srivast Thakur. If he is not going to help you, then for life after life, you will be suffering with this disease. Don't think that even if you are just going to suicide himself, yourself, you will be free from this problem. Even if you take next life, your suffering will continue. So, the only person that can help you is Srivast Thakur. And, of course, the lo to cut the long story short, Gopala Chapal went and asked for forgiveness to Srivast Thakur. And Srivast Thakur, even though he has not taken personal offenses of Gopala Chapal, he was also definitely empathizing and wanting to help Gopala Chapal to grow in devotional life. So he directed Gopala Chapal to a devotee by name, Purushottam Das Thakur. This Purushottam Das Thakur initiated Gopala Chapal by the name Devaki Nandan Das and instructed him to lead a life of repentance by glorifying and serving Vaishnavas. One more episode in Srimad Bhagavatam is about Lord Shiva and Daksha. Lord Shiva initially did not take any offenses of Daksha's words. But then, when Sati was killing herself, when all the disciples of Lord Shiva were very upset and they were really wondering why Lord Shiva is not reactive. Lord Shiva thought that it is not fair on my part just to be you know, completely oblivious to the situation even though I don't take personal offense but not to set a wrong precedent to teach. He chopped off Daksha's head. Brahma interfered and finally because of the recommendation of Brahma, Lord Shiva blessed him, but this time he blessed him with such an arrangement that he fitted, I mean, or he was given the blessing so that Daksha could get a head. So this time he got a goat's head. Originally, Daksha was so proud about his Panditya, intelligence, power, fame position. Now that when he got a goat's head, it's a very good punishment 
because every time he would see himself on the mirror he would be reminded of the heinous act of vaishnava pura that he has done of course in this scenario the act is not of a vaishnava aparad it is about slippage as well as trying to think beyond one's boundary it is not the duty of a saintly person to go out of his boundary and that might cause him slippage which is what uh, you all would have learned so from that perspective this constant repentance so daksha after he got the goat's head he offering he offered so many prayers of repentance and forgiveness to lord shiva in uh, uh, mayavada tradition they regularly recite this in my childhood days because i come from a south indian smartha family we were uh, we have we were exposed to these prayers called chamakam the way the prayers are chanted itself is like a at every uh, every couplet at the end of the couplet you will get to hear the sound of uh, a goat prayascha me prayascha me so like that you love every third every line or end of the line you say me 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 the way the goats produce a sound so the point is constant repentance is the only choice for us to redeem only choice for us to stay put in krishna consciousness process and not get affected by the mistakes the offenses one has committed so sometimes we may not even know we would have committed an offense so that is why acharya has given a provision that every day a practitioner should have an opportunity to ask for forgiveness so this guru puja that we do every day that we should do every day even though we may not be able to do with all full paraphernalia it is imperative that every disciple should have a guru puja to his spiritual master of course for all of us generation after shri prabhupad disciple we should do prabhupad guru puja for sure and also we should have some uh, private moment of prayers with our own spiritual masters where we do three things we glorify them we thank them we also say sorry to them for all those we all those which we are not yet able to fulfill not yet able to com- accomplish in our spiritual journey so my first reflection is about in the process of krishna consciousness one needs to have constant repentance for all those things that we have not done correctly doing correctly and may have done some knowingly mistakes unknowing mistakes so for which we need to have the sense of repentance and that is done by several means one of the obvious means which we need to plug it in in our daily routine not just as a formality but out of sincerity that is uh, in guru puja in our private prayer session with our spiritual master one should have the sense of constant repentance so second reflection is 
what is the effect of this repentance the effect of this constant repentance is the reason by which we are stuck in the jail of this material world we will have slowly some relaxation coming our way in tamil the language tamil animals are called vilangu in a, in a, you know pure tamil not the colloquial one animals are called vilangu and somebody is handcuffed like hand the police handcuff that is also called in tamil vilangu so the point is i mean if somebody know tamil they will be able to correlate this the handcuff is given by the police for those who behaved like an animal the means a person is given a handcuff a person is given a punishment a person is put in the prison because he behaved unruly manner in a unruly manner and like an animal so this material world where we are all stuck and without the help of a self realize the soul we can't exit this cycle so krishna is telling in bhagavad gita two important instructions i mean several important instructions two important shlokas to this context one is in the second canto second chapter of bhagavad gita second is from the ninth chapter of bhagavad gita what is the shloka number 1 second chapter durena hi avaram karma buddhi yoga dhananjaya krishna is telling arjuna durena hi avaram karma avaram any unwanted activities avaram means useless notorious rubbish activities durena hi avaram karma please give up this nonsense thinking and activities of course krishna was pointing to arjuna's decision of leaving the war field and and krishna is also telling how he can leave durena hi avaram karma buddhi yoga dhananjaya use your buddhi use your intelligence huh intelligence illuminated with knowledge intelligence illuminated with experiential knowledge buddhi yoga dhananjaya and in the ninth chapter he is telling if you don't do this if you don't use your intelligence and try to practice krishna consciousness what will happen ashraddha danaha purusham ஜன்மிருத்தியாவிஸ்ட்ரிஃபெக்ஷன் is very powerful and what is that power is explained that 
just by one being constantly having a repentance he will be able to become completely be detached from all materialistic things not necessarily one has to give up this body for that whilst we are present in the same body whilst we are having the slide in this current kaliyuga in the very same period that we are in we will be able to experience this for us to go back home back to god we may take few years or few lifetimes that's okay but for sure what is explained as becoming detached from materialistic things is something that we can experience in this very life and that is needed if you don't experience it now then what other better opportunity we will have so the second reflection hence is in this process of krishna consciousness by constant remember repentance we will be able to definitely get some glimpse of our detachment and we will do right further on that the third reflection from this particular shloka is about bhakti vinod takur bhakti siddhant sarasvati takur and all the other vaishnava acharyas are explaining how discreet one should be in his devotional activities we need to know which part of our devotional activities we should be discussing which part of devotional activities we should keep confidential to ourselves when rupa goswami is explaining in nectar of instruction guhyam akhyati prichati what is this guhyam what is the secret what is this confidentiality this can be explained by several layers one could be our challenges another could be our emotions third could be some health with which we will be able to cross over the ocean of knee signs which others won't make it available and others would stop in a sense that sometimes bhaktivinoda tagur writes this in a book called bhaktiya loka he writes every sadhaka every practitioner should behave work in such a manner that he should learn to not disclose share and open his heart with a materialistic person especially a grahastha because those who are quote unquote friends with us family to us may think that they are helping us but in the process of them not knowing the signs of krishna consciousness they may harm by giving some wrong advices so bhaktivinoda thakur says one need to know whom to share one's heart and whom to share whom not to share 
what not to share with somebody the point here is bharat maharaj in the form of a deer did not disclose these things to anyone of course as a deer you know how you have spoken you know several logical questions can come up but animals also do have their own communications so he didn't want anyone to know that he is going through some repentance and he is having his own journey so he did not tell anyone about his plan he simply moved towards his agenda such things we see in shrimad bhagavatam in several places dhruva maharaj did not discuss his plan of going and being in the forest to perform tapasya with anyone he heard from his mother he took sankalpa he straight away went with all determination passed the test of narada muni and he got to see krishna what if guru maharaj had called all his friends and said hey what do you think about me going to the forest you know probably i should spend some time searching about the god how long i should wait for it i mean guru maharaj knew i mean at least he was he was very determined in what he wants with respect to him seeing the lord so he didn't have any doubt or any need for any discussion shila prabhupad when shila prabhupad chose to take up the project of bhakti sadhana saraswati maharaj shila prabhupad carefully scientifically systematically step by step he had applied the principles of krishna consciousness and eventually he demonstrated how the words of spiritual masters are very powerful and he discreetly did that he didn't discuss it i mean he didn't try to discuss with anyone and everyone he was very particular he was very firmly convinced that my orders of the spiritual master is very important so we can go on with several such examples rupa goswami sanatana goswami ragunath das goswami huh all the great saintly persons the point is about non disclosure whom to disclose what whom to open our heart whom we should not is something that is an integral part of our spiritual learning we being friends because in today's world friendship is given such a uh, profile that people may even sacrifice their own parents family relationship just for friends and this is also only very superficial so we need to understand that the sense of um, sacrifice the sense of uh, closeness the sense of bonding they being at a surface level superficial level is not going to help in our krishna conscious journey one need to be you know Uh, one need to learn how to be discreet what information to be shared in fact it is also explained that certain confidential topics of the supreme lord are not openly discussed in public also shila prabhupad was in a life members house where uh, he had invited for a program so shila prabhupad uh, was requested by the life member to discuss about Shrimati Radha Rani Shila Prabhupada said that 
um, I will not be able to discuss the subject matter of Shrimati Radharani. So the life member kept on persisting, insisting to Shri Prabhupada. At that time, Shri Prabhupada said that probably you may be qualified enough to hear about Srimati Radharani, but I am not qualified enough to speak about Srimati Radharani. So Prabhupada wanted to be sure that we don't get exposed to things too early, too soon, because of our immaturity, we may not understand certain dynamics of spirituality and we may land up in misunderstanding them. So the point here is, as a part of our reflection, the third reflection, we need to know what we need to disclose, how our guhyam adhyati prachati need to be, you know, implemented. And for that, we always identify 3C principle. What is this 3C principle associated with this disclosure and confidential conversation? 3C principles are competence, compassion, and character. A person need to choose. A person need to be careful in choosing his association, especially to confess and take guidance. Only when these three are very nicely evaluated. A person with whom we are going to confess and try to learn from should be competent, should be spiritually competent. For example, we go to a doctor for a specific treatment and looking at your medical condition, what if the doctor starts to cry and weep? What if the doctor starts to, you know, shiver and afraid of you? Will you be ever, ever able to take a treatment from the doctor? We may have some, you know, wound, we may have some, you know, blood or uh, pus coming up from our, uh, from the wounds in the body. A doctor should be able to see them, face them, operate on them. It's called competency. So in our spiritual journey, we need to have a competent spiritual authority, spiritual leader, spiritual master, spiritual senior with whom we can share our heart without which sharing will become detrimental. Second is compassion. Just competency is not enough. We need to have, we need to be able to see the compassion of the other person. If he is not compassionate, if that person is selfish, if that person is not uh, considerate, not be able to empathize our situation, then how can we even surrender to such a person? Uh, only when he, when he is able to empathize, Krishna empathized Arjuna's situation. When Krishna told Arjuna, that my dear Arjuna, you are supposed to control the mind, Arjuna said, Krishna, I can control the wind, but not the mind. And Krishna's immediate response was, I agree. 
it is difficult to control the mind this word this line this statement by krishna is called empathy because i agree arjuna controlling the mind is difficult is a statement where krishna has empathized arjuna's position it is definitely not difficult for krishna to control the mind krishna is beyond everything but because krishna empathized the position of arjuna he said i agree it's difficult but he is giving a way out by regular practice you will be able to do it so a person who is competent as well as compassionate is a right person for one to associate and share one's heart provided that person is also having the right character character means what i preach i follow and what i follow i am able to preach or what i wish to follow what i am convinced and sheltered i will be able to share the character is a is a bhushana is an ornament for a vaishnava a vaishnava's ornaments are his character so the the deer the heeran the bharat maharaj who got the blessings by the supreme lord vasudeva to remember about his past life uh, he knew what mistake he has done so he chose to not to develop any more sentimental emotional bonding with his current life as a deer uh he could have gone and mingled with his mother played around hanged around and had a fun life but just because by the mercy of vasudeva uh, he remembered about his past life and chose to go to a go to a very private place staying away so here it is also important to note another point where in our krishna conscious journey we all need to learn about being away from the general crowd from that perspective privacy is accepted but in the name of privacy we should not choose seclusion they are two similar things but have opposite effect bhakti siddhanta saraswati maharaj is very strongly condemning this so that is my fourth reflection while we know how to be discreet in our krishna consciousness we should also know the difference between privacy and seclusion because all the vaishnava acharyas in our parampara they have much before bhakti vinod thakur they have demonstrated the sense of bhajanandi bhajanandi means they have chosen to remain away from general public they chose to not to mingle with general populace they chose to serve 
the supreme lord by their own bhajana but bhakti siddhanta sarasvati maharaj bhakti vinod thakur shila prabhupad they all have encouraged for goshtyanandi in the sense of goshtyanandi one should learn to take advantage take association take the spiritual knowledge in an association and also give association to juniors so in that process one will know what it means to be remaining in a private forum and what it means to be seclusion bhakti siddhant sarasvati thakur in his song vaishnava ke he mentions us this point about the self self introspective prayer he mentions oh my dear mind please don't remain in a secluded place please don't remain aloof please don't remain away from vaishnavas you may land up in thinking about women and sex so bhakti siddhanta sarasvati thakura warns us about the evil effect of being away from vaishnavas so that's why i said seclusion is something that is to be avoided we need to be in the right cloud at the same times having a private association staying away from unwanted association is also encouraged sangatyaga satavrte satbir shadbir bhaktir prasiddhyati so it is important for us to choose the right sangha and stay away from the apparent unwanted sangha so prabhupada explains in the purport in the last line shri prabhupada says that no one should be captivated by his birthplace and family one should take shelter of the association of devotees and cultivate krishna consciousness to understand the statement we need to understand the perspective of shri prabhupada so identifying our birthplace with us identifying the family with us is a very primitive thinking one should learn to associate everything with krishna and krishnas and that way the same family the same birthplace will be perceived in a completely different uh, context so we need to know as we have always mentioned this part so there are two truths one is krishna the supreme personality of godhead number two everything in this world belongs to krishna krishna and krishnas i would like to add a third one is all our nonsense is because of our ego ahankara vimudatma kartaham iti manyate so these three are truths undeterred nobody can challenge these truths krishna the supreme personality of god it no debate everything belongs to krishna no debate we are suffering in this material world because of our ego no debate no questions asked nothing nobody whoever try to prove in whatever capacity these all remain as truths as he mentioned in the last class 
one should learn to differentiate between facts versus truths facts are only limited it will only give us limited information but truth is going to give us information beyond our understanding so hence my last reflection is in our journey to krishna consciousness one should know how he is to avoid remaining secluded from the association of devotees at the same time one need to learn to be having a private confidential association where his spiritual life is revived spiritual life is thriving and spiritual life is very nicely nurtured so these are all the four sets of reflections from this particular shloka we will stop here and take up some questions if there if all there are any questions or comments to discuss from this particular shloka that we chanted so we discussed four sets of reflections number 1 in the journey of krishna consciousness everyone should have constant repentance for us to you know make necessary progress in krishna consciousness number 2 we discussed about how the constant repentance will give us uh, clarity and purity by which we will be able to detach ourselves from materialistic things and for us to develop this re- constant repentance for our mistakes and eventually get detached of materialistic things we need to choose our association what to say and what not to say how to remain discreet and which association to choose from on what basis so we mentioned about 3c principle character competency and compassion and we also mentioned about how one need to learn what to disclose to whom based on bhaktivinoda thakur's recommendation from bhaktiya loka and the fourth and last reflection is about the choice of uh, being private staying away from unwanted association vis-a-vis the choice of remaining secluded remaining seclusion away from every possible association is very detrimental it will eventually force us to think about sex and women one of the reasons that bhakti sudan sarsidhi maharaj repeatedly say this is because in kali yuga demons are sitting within our heart in satya yuga demons must have lived in different planets in treta yuga demons approached little closer and came to different t- countries in dwapar yuga demons further came closer and started staying in different cities in kali yuga they are almost reached within us and they are within our heart hence the demoniac propensities have to be curtailed by some expert and intelligent strategies and these are all uh, very important lessons to handle the demons within ourselves grantraj shrimad bhagavatam ki jai shila prabhu pad ki jai nitai gaura premanande hari hari bol if there are any questions or comments we can discuss hari krishna Thank you, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Dandut Pranam. Slipropath ki jai. Very nice class. Wonderful, wonderful points. I like all the points you mentioned, Prabhu. And I like the way you conduct the class to bring the concrete uh, transformation out of the, you know, uh, 
any past time. So Prabhu, in, uh, in the second uh, reflection you mentioned when one do the constant repentation, one will be separated, not interested in material things. So can you uh, speak on a little bit on that Prabhu, and how one can live without attaching to the material things, how that look like? Sure. So, basically this, um, I gave a few examples of uh, this constant repentance and uh, uh, how uh, they can get relieved of the uh, materialistic things. But um, if I can turn further, it is it's a very, you know, ironical thing to even uh, uh, state. Sometimes we can, we, we may even make joke out of this. Like every married man, uh, so if you go and ask him, uh, what do you think about marriage and how you would you recommend anyone to be married? So we internally know that marriage life has its own set of challenges. We are not against marriage. We are not against the principle of Varnashrama and Samskaras. But the experiences that we have gained because of our own shortcomings and decisions taken purely on sensual levels have costed us very dear for which we are ourselves an example. So generally adults tell their own you know, children and the children think that the parents are you know, crazy so they are uh, trying to unnecessarily restrict me control me so I will do what I like to do so I read a very interesting statement a daughter who thinks her mother is I mean, uh, a daughter who thinks her mother is right when she turns 35 whilst her own daughter thinks she is wrong in a sense when that girl, when she was at 15, she thought how her mother was wrong. When that girl turns 35 and having her own daughter, knew how her mother was right. And whilst at the same time, that small child or a little daughter born to that girl, thinks how my mother is wrong. Yeah. So this is the irony of life, where we try to share our experience yeah. But unfortunately, the next generation or the education system forces us to only by experiential learning, not experienced people's learning. So this is number one. Our Ambarish Prabhu gave a, a session in Calcutta to some group of business people a few years before. So he mentioned, guys, I have seen the end of the road of what it means to be money. There is no fun. Why don't you all dedicate and dovetail your resources for dharmic and religious and spiritual causes? When somebody hears this without right spiritual understanding, what they would say? Huh, this guy enjoyed everything in life and finally coming and giving us this gyan. I will only walk and see, then only I will believe. 
He has told, I have walked to the end of this road, have seen what, what it means money. At least that experience needs to be valued. There is no fun. But unfortunately, we don't believe him. So, this, uh, there, are two, there are multiple ways of uh, gaining knowledge. I mentioned this in one of the earlier sessions. I'm not sure if it's near forum or any other forum. A person learns things from different, uh, you know, sources or different uh, uh, channel. The one channel where he gains his experience, his actions are done based on sensual pleasure. Second, actions are done based on one's past experience. Third, actions are done based on borrowed intelligence. Third, actions are done based on principles. Nine out of ten instances, we do actions based on sensual pleasure and past experience. And these two are, these two are considered as pratyaksha jnana. Past experience and sensual exper- pleasures are pratyaksha, I feel, I felt it, I did it. But we are taught time and again that it should be about Shabda Brahman. Please value the intelligence, experience of the experienced person. Otherwise, you will be an experience for somebody. So the point here is that when we are uh, when we are trying to educate, when we are trying to help our next generation about the science of Krishna consciousness, they mock us down. And at that time, what are we supposed to do as parents? We have no choice. We cannot force on them. So we say, okay, dear, I will just do my duty. Rest I leave it to the Lord to figure it out. In fact, Krishna says that. Krishna is trying to help us. Krishna is trying to give all possible support system and send the resources. Finally, if we are disobedient to Krishna, what would Krishna say? So be it, you do it. When you have some knowledge and reflections, you come to me, I'm still ready to help. But beyond a point in time, Krishna cannot do that. Because Krishna told Arjuna after speaking Bhagavad Gita, I have explained to you all that science that I want you to learn. Now it is your choice whether to fight or still want to go back to forest. So the point here is, how can we continue to remain detached? Like as a parent, as a spiritual master, one, one time one devotee went to Shla Prabhupada and said, My dear Prabhupada, I have a problem. I want to divorce my wife. So Shla Prabhupada said, That is not recommended in Vedic life. So please don't do it. So that person kept on insisting, explaining why he had to divorce her. Prabhupada never liked this principle of man and woman after getting married to be not divorced. So Prabhupada kept on saying some reasons and how he should keep try, give try, adjust and several things. Then finally Shri Prabhupada said, all right, go ahead and uh, divorce her. So all the other uh, disciples who are uh, witnessing this conversation, they said, Prabhupada, how come you approved somebody, you know, being divorced? So Prabhupada, you know, in a very uh, remorseful or very 
sad face he said that whether i am going to approve or not this guy has made up his mind to divorce by him disobeying the orders of the spiritual master he will not get spiritual master for several lifetimes at least i wanted to save him from such a debacle that is why i took the responsibility or i took the i made that statement at least it may sound that he didn't disobey the spiritual master's order so the point i'm trying to say is that sometimes in the execution of our duties we may have to do things even though we may not wish to do it so if your question was that how one can completely remain detached to materialistic thing and, and still do it it is like how we are supposed to wrap up the remaining period in the jail uh, a, a criminal will have to wrap up you have to just make sure that he remains uh, uh, a same person and at an appropriate time he will be given uh, an exit am i making some sense bro yes yes bro ji Okay. Yes. Thank, thank you so much, Prabhu. Uh, you are a nice you. example. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Any other questions or comments? Prabhu, you give a wonderful class. I appreciate your preaching. Hare Krishna, Hare Bol. Hare Krishna, all glory to Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Okay, if there are no further questions, we can stop here. Yes, Prabhuji. Thank you so much for this wonderful, wonderful class and very nice explanation. Hare Krishna. So, uh, let's say what is all the... You have a question, Mataji? No. Very nice class, Prabhuji, as usual. Thank you so much. Your way of presentation is super, Prabhuji. <laughs> you give wonderful reflections and then it becomes easy for us to concentrate on the main points of the verse. So thank you very much. Hare Krishna. All glory to Prabhupada.